0: What is up, man? Higher Learning is on. It is I, Van Lathan Jr.,
1: and it's me, Rachel and Lindsay. Let me tell y'all
0: what just happened. (laughs) So, we're debating guests, we're going over guests, and apparently, there's a guest that we are going to have on the show (laughs) now.
1: No, you can't say what I said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're definitely going to have him on. We have, we, we have to discuss this as a family. And we're talking about the guests. And Rachel's like, Donnie says, Hey, this guest is, is a guy who is a plus size black male model. He's a heavy set model. And Donnie goes, You guys want him on? And Rachel goes, Van, what do you think? Comes right to me. Question is, why would you come to me when it's talk? See what I mean?
1: You guys, I simply was wondering your interest in wanting to have the guest on. That is all. You took it. You took it that way. That's a logical question. Van, what do you think? Donnie. Do do I not do that with every guest?
2: Donnie. Uh, It was the timing and the tone. (laughs) Not the
1: tone, Donnie. Uh Not the tone. It was. You have turned on me.
0: Speaking of heavy set. Man, what does the fat nigga brigade have to say about it? <laughs>
1: That's
0: not true. So, it's okay. I worked That's... out this morning. I saw Magic Johnson in the gym this morning. Wow. Yep. Magic. You Johnson. say something?
1: Of course. Went up to him. Magic's like. You met him before?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. And so I go up to him and say, hey, what's up, Magic?
1: Do you do that? When you see people you know, do you go up to them and speak? Like, I was getting my nails done and I saw Benny Medina. When? Yesterday, where was he at? Did I ask you what gym you were at? I'm not gonna put people's business out there. Damn. And I, but I've never met him. And I thought, should I say something? And then mm-hmm. I was like, no. You didn't? No, because I was like, he's getting his nails done. He's probably wants to handle his business, do his thing, and he doesn't want people to come up to him. It's not the time. It's not the time. If it was at a party, I definitely would have.
0: I would have gone and said something. I'd have been like, Benny. Benny! Baby! Bubby! You guys never heard my Hollywood voice. smooth voice. Benny! Uh, baby! Bubby! It's me! Remember me? Oh, we met at that party in the hills, Benny. You're telling me you had that thing for Jennifer? Remember Benny? Remember Benny? You wanted me to do that thing with Jennifer? That picture? We're gonna do that picture? Benny! And then he'd have he. And then he start.
1: <laughs> then y'all make sure y'all watch the video. And then
0: he would have started talking to you like that, because that's the way, like Hollywood power people talk in that way. You've heard. Is this that before. how Magic talked to you? No, that's not how Magic talked to me. Magic talked to me because it's a Magic talked to me in a different way because it's like Magic's from Lansing, East Lansing. Lansing. He's from Lansing. This is a nigga, right? So where we're in the presence of the other culture, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who I am. You see the big man in there doing his squats. You show love. You show love in a way that lets me know I'm safe, you're safe, I'm safe, you're safe. So when Magic came up to me, Magic was like.
1: Oh, he came up to you. Oh,
0: Whatever. He didn't come up to me. I said that wrong. When I came up to Magic, (laughs) he was like, sup, sup. I got you, dog. I got you. I'm proud of you. Nah, no, nigga, I'm proud of you. You're doing well. Doing a lot. You're doing a lot. You look like you swole up a little bit. Magic chill. Um, so it's different. We have to connect on that level. I don't. Black women do that by like addressing what you guys are wearing. Like, hey, black hat. Mm. <laughs>
1: hey, nails. is that how we? Is that what we do?
0: Yeah, we do. But I like, would
1: say I would say something like that. That's
0: what I would have done. The oh, beginner. I see
1: you uh, with the nails.
0: Uh no nothing else don't don't keep me in trouble. Uh, Biddy, oh, <laughs> remember when we were talking about Made in Manhattan?
1: <laughs> love Bid- that movie,
0: Biddy! I love that movie, <laughs> Biddy. Remember when we were trying to get that picture done? Remember when she was on tour for the World Cup, Biddy? Remember that weird night in New York that she had with Puffy? Remember how scared
1: we were, Biddy? <laughs>
0: Um, what'd you do this weekend?
1: <laughs> I don't ever want to hear the voice again. That's the how people talk. Hey, you know, we know we kind of went TikTok viral. No, what happened? Justice League.
0: Oh, yeah. Well. I
1: put up a video. You should. I you knew should. it would have gotten, I'm not Ride I'm not beach. ashamed. And you know, some people were saying I should have gotten some credit with Catwoman and Batman.
0: Catwoman is they not. They said
1: that there are multiple people in the Justice League. Well, first of all. Then there was this whole debate that does DC push Batman too much because I could name so many Batman people, but not the others.
0: First of all, let's let's have a conversation about this. Let's talk about it real quick. Number one, I did give you Batman.
1: No, 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 no. Catwoman and Robin.
0: Cat, I told you that technically Robin is in the Justice League. I said that. Catwoman, I don't care what anyone says is not a traditional or a member of the Justice League. She doesn't count. Sexist. It's not sexist at all. Wonder Woman we talked about. There are other people. Like, here's the thing. Catwoman is not a Star Wars member of the Justice League. She's a villain to Batman who sometimes turns hero whenever her and Batman get horny for one another. As soon as the horniness is over, she goes to another town and she starts robbing them blind. But when she's in Gotham, her and Batman are horny. He becomes a little bit of a criminal. She becomes a little bit of a hero because they're horny for each other. She leaves another city, Robin Bly. Robin, everyone. That's Catwoman's story. Okay. Not really a member of the Justice League. But look. She's telling you what the people Robin. Are saying.
1: Robin. And then people were like, give her some credit. She named a lot of Batman characters. You, you like Batman. I really do. Yeah. I'm the not, Christopher Nolan Batman. I'm not hating.
0: I'm just saying. And for all of those people that are out there, he didn't name Superman towards... That's the only thing, man. Superman... And I
1: Googled it. If you watch the video, you see there was a slide. are Googling.
0: It's crazy. <laughs>
1: I only got Superman and Wonder Woman because I Googled it. I'll tell myself. All right, what did I do this weekend? I was in Houston. Right. I went home, saw my grandmother hmm, Is everything. Um, Kicked it with my aunts, uncles, and cousins. Brian was there, too. Mm-hmm. Had a good time in H- H-Town. It was just... There for my grandmother. Didn't see anybody but grandmother and whoever came by the house. Yeah. What did you do? Uh You cooked. A
0: little bit. I saw. A little bit. Look good. A little bit. I cooked. Um. I listened to music. Being funny in a foreign language.
1: You listen to Sweetie's new album?
0: The nineteen seventy five. No.
1: Oh, okay. Because it dropped.
0: I mean, that's a diss from you.
1: No it's not. I'm asking a genuine that, that, question. That you said you listen to music. It is not a diss. No it's not. You're at
0: her. And and Don't and try to flip it. You're piling
1: on her. I'm not. Oh, okay. You're piling okay. On, Donnie? I'm I'm to asking ask you. Me, it was blue, trending. I nope, it Zoe's dropped. Album, and it was trending is that not, and that's a is legitimate not question. Being is a legitimate question. It's shady because you know the answer is no, and you don't want to say it, so you want to flip it on me. But I listen
0: to her like that.
1: But that she got she got mad fans. She don't need me. You're to be a, a fan. music fan. You listen to music, being, new music when funny. it drops. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Yes, you are.
0: Uh, did you listen to her album?
1: I didn't listen to new music this What's weekend. What's your favorite I was solely, song? I was solely I don't have one. I was solely centered on my grandmother. Mm.
0: I like that song. I'm coming in fast. First place, you coming in last. Mm, I'm coming Don't in. I'm trying to make up for it now. I'm not trying to make up for shit. I didn't listen. I didn't listen to the album. And but she's. I, I guarantee you, sweetie, is not making music for the 290 pound men like myself. That's not. She like says
1: she makes it for pretty girls. For the
0: pretty girls. She makes it for the pretty I love girls. That. You know what I'm saying? You you're dissing. You're dissing Saweetie. Donnie, was that, was that shade to Sweetie?
1: Did I said I love that?
2: No, I don't think so. She Thank was asking a legit question.
1: Thank In you. A relevant question, Donnie. I could see if I came out of the blue with it, but you said you listened to new music. What did you listen to then? The
0: 1975. What's that? It's a pop rock band from overseas. Yeah. You don't like them? I haven't heard of them. For real. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I got into them when we were talking about this with my Ringer cohorts. Uh, I hadn't had time to watch, listen to that album, but I-, I Oh, they
1: suggested it. it for you?
0: Well, I hadn't heard the new album. Oh, okay. I've been a 1975 fan for a little while. Not a diehard, but I like the way they sing. Rock. It's rock? Yeah, but it's like pop rock.
1: Like, what's pop rock? I think my head is too big. My hat's popping off. do you notice You think that?
0: your head is too big?
1: Well, I know my head's big.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, what do you think? that's also something that's been talked about on tiktok look if you can tell me about i can give it right who back who talks
1: about my big head on tiktok
0: you've i know you've seen that tiktok which one you've seen the tiktok with you and snoop Dogg.
1: oh that yeah <laughs> i didn't know that was on tiktok yeah you've seen the tiktok <laughs> with you and snoop Dogg. yeah but a big big head joke how clever so you're mad. I'm making my head. I'm making my head.
0: You just, so you're mad about that.
1: No, I'm not mad. Yes, about. Yes, you that. are. You just a big
0: head joke. Are we going
1: to project this whole podcast? Oh, not, is that what this we're, podcast we're not, is going to be? be. We're not
0: <laughs> Donnie,
1: have you ever heard of the 1975?
2: I haven't. Not before today. No, I thought
1: it was a drink. Damn. The ni- 1942, 1975.
0: <laughs> 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 I like them. Let's listen to, let's listen. Hey, Let's listen to a track off their new album being funny in a foreign language, Wintering, Van's favorite song.
1: This is considered rock? Okay. Soft rock. Pop rock, pop rock. I said like pop rock. like the Haim sisters. Like That's what
0: oh, is. another group that I love. Aren't they great? They are so. We should dope. have them. Have you ever heard Haim? And so
1: you say Haim, and I, I say haim. haim. I'm not sure which one it is. But. I'm not
0: sure. Have you ever heard Haim and um and uh and Kid Cudi? Red Eye.
1: Yes, I have. Yeah.
0: I think I'm losing my mind I don't know I want to do because insane And I think I don't know why There ain't one thing to do I'm calling to the night On the red eye, red eye We'll have them on Ooh, the night on the red eye, red eye So, like, it's really The whole song is just them But then Kid Cudi comes at the end
1: <laughs> <laughs> If you don't listen to him, you should check it out I
0: love that song
1: yeah, you know who was with them when I saw them last? Who? Tommy. Tommy
0: Tommy's, was with
1: them. Tommy's with everybody. <laughs> Tommy.
0: <laughs> I remember they were they 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 were on Rock Nation back in the day. I was like, why did why did they? Yeah, say that? I did know that when they were on Rock Nation. I was like, I gotta listen to them. See how branding gets to me. Um, so I listened to music. I was also very sad this weekend. Why? So there's something in the rundown that is uh, very near to me and a lot of people in my friend group. I think it was on Saturday morning that I woke up. And after going outside and getting the sun in my eyes, I saw on Twitter, that Jonathan Hovain Hilton, a man that I know as Hovain and have known for years now, passed away. Um So let's tell you where the loss for words comes in. Because In trying to describe who Hovain was, I wish that there were different words. I wish that there were more important words. I wish there were words that hadn't been used yet. Because saying, hey, he was a good guy. Saying, hey, he was a thoughtful guy. Saying, hey, that he was an engaged, concerned guy. They don't really do my brother justice. because in adulthood in life in a business in an industry if you will where it's difficult if not impossible to find people who genuinely and sincerely want the best for you who energetically and spiritually Seem like they are invested into you, into their own families. This man was a husband and a father. Um, It's insanely rare. Last Saturday, I uh, went to the boxing gym. And when I left, my car wouldn't start. I don't know if people saw hey, I like I was asking people if you know anyone to to come jump a car off in the valley, and let me know. I ended up calling somebody. But like while I'm sitting there, like super annoyed. It's just one of those things where you thought you were gonna be back at your house at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta wait. It's just one of those things. It's just like, you know. I get a call. A call from Hovain. And me and him are talking. And he uh he goes, yo, man, Hip Hop homicides is amazing. And he's like, bro, how did you do this? Like, how, w- what are things like for you? What's going on with you from having to tell all of these stories? Like, are you okay? You know, after he watched the show, like, is, is did it change you being that close to it? Because Hovane was a music manager
1: mm-hmm.
0: and somebody who had uh, been instrumental in the careers of so many artists. And in doing that, he understood intimately how some of the dysfunction or some of the trials and tribulations of what these men and women go through can rub off on the people that are around them. Sometimes not even the people that are around them, but the people that are covering them or digging into it. And he wanted to know just how I was doing with everything. And we talked and we talked and we talked the entire time that I was waiting for the the, the, the guy to come jump the car off. And at the end of the, uh, the conversation after I've talked about me for so long, after I had explained to him what it was like and gone through and he's just listening and asking questions like anyone who you will want to be in your corner was, I asked him, you know, what, what was going on with him? Cause he had a lot of people that he was in business with. um, And he goes, well, something kind of cool happened. He goes, I was I was uh, listed as one of Billboard's power players in music. And I'm like, fuck. Huge. I'm like, man, congratulations. I'm like, dog. Like, I'm gonna post that on my gram and all of that. I'm like, man, congratulations. So I will put it up in my stories and stuff. And I'm like, dog, congratulations, man. Like, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I say I say, ho, man. Like, the entire time we've been talking about, like, what's going on with me, you have this tremendous accolade that is, is um, well, for a lot of people would actually be kind of career-defining. Absolutely. Um, And you were just, like, pouring in, listening to, and investing into, like, a show that I had shot, like, months ago. Mm-hmm. And you just, like, for the, I think, obviously, I lost my father last year. But I just started to ask this question. I'm like, yo, man, why Hovane? I'm like, why? Like, why this, 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 like, like, why Hovane? Like, why Why does, uh, there's so much, there's so many people, and this sounds so crass to say, there's so many people causing so much confusion, there's so much, there's so many people, I don't want to see anything happen to anyone, but I'm trying to communicate with Mm -hmm. people as best I can, I'm just thinking, like, why am I nigga, like, why, like, why? like what the I I can't even begin to tell you guys um what a good dude he was and even to say that is cliché I wish I had a better command of the language I wish I had like I wish I could write a song or paint a picture or like um or, or or create something that just would let you know like how calming a presence he was and how fantastic concerned I was walking in New York one time walking around lower east side in New York and all of a sudden i hear somebody go hey and i look and there's a door open <laughs> in a car I'm like yo come on I'm like who is that it was Ove he's like get in where are you going and I'm like bro kind of lost and I'm like yo man how did I just randomly run into you into, <laughs> in New York. like in Manhattan like, like how did I just randomly run into you he's like nah no, no, let's drive around and talk a little bit man blah blah blah, blah, blah. run in he, he catch me we, you know we, we have dinner after that um and just everything was a little muted. After that, it still is. And, uh, you know, he passed away at home on November 25th. I'm running down to wife and Lucci, Flip De Niro, T-Pain, Cameron, Jim Jones, Style P, Styles P. He's worked with all of these guys. And he was more than a manager and he was more than a friend. He was a a, a battery Like an energy battery, like a good, clean energy battery. And my heart goes out to his his family. Shout out to everybody I connected with this week. Shout out to B Dye. Shout out to Rob Markman, Charlemagne, you know. Everybody that was around that talked to to Hovane a lot. It Cass, my man Cass, everybody. I had the same reaction. It's just not fair. Yeah. So, for me, that was tough. And everybody's processing, but his family is just kind of beginning to deal with it now. So, I don't know what you're supposed to say.
1: Well, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry for his family and his friends and everybody who's impacted by him. And I know you you were struggling to say, to find the words to define, but your stories and you what you shared gives someone who only was aware of him, you know, by name and some of his influence in the industry just gives us a little peek into how much... Influence he had, and what a great person he was.
0: He was. We also lost Irene Cara. Um, sixty three years old. Hove was still in his thirties, just really young. Mm. Uh, obviously, if you guys don't know Irene Cara, Sparkle, she I know her from Fame when I was a kid. Fame,
1: not Sparkle.
0: I never. I wasn't on Sparkle as much.
1: Oh, Sparkle was so influential. To me, that's how I know it. Only 17 years old, yeah. such a powerhouse. You know, I come from a family of three sisters, mm-hmm. three girls. And there are three sisters that were growing up in, like, a time when there was a certain civil social unrest. And they had there was just their mother raising them. And she was fighting to, you know, keep them on the straight and narrow. And, you know, there ups and downs in the movies. If you haven't seen it, you should, you should definitely go see it. But, um— Yeah, my mom used to, you know, I don't see many movies, but that was a movie that my mom wanted us to see. I understood why she wanted us to. But it just, I don't know, it's like one of those childhood defining moments. So she meant a lot Mm -hmm. to me and her influence and what she did. And, yeah, it's really sad. Um, I was shocked by that one. Yeah, Yeah, for uh, What a Feeling. What a Feeling. From... Flash dance. dance. Yeah. Never seen it. Never saw Flash Dance. Never I just seen see Flash no Dance. Support
0: Jessica Bale. <laughs> <Not> um <true. laughs> and so, but like, you know what I knew Sparkle from? My first experience with Sparkle was when In Vogue oh. did giving him something he could feel.
1: Giving him something he could feel.
2: Well,
0: you tell you mean, you mean to tell uh, 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 tell you a video that used to get my dad in trouble? <laughs> they came out with the giving him something he could feel. See, y'all don't respect Invogue.
1: Who doesn't respect it? Please, y'all don't. I'm please. sick of y'all.
0: Y'all please. don't respect in. Vogue. Y'all only remember.
1: Please, y'all don't respect
0: in Vogue. Y'all don't respect SWV. Y'all don't respect Brownstone. Y'all, y'all don't respect Y and V. Y'all don't respect Adina Howard. Y'all don't respect like. Y'all don't respect in Vogue is obviously different from them because in Vogue was huge and SW like there's. I don't hear enough in vogue talk. I don't. I'm sick of it. I don't hear enough in vogue in vogue talk. Okay. What's, what's your favorite in vogue song? Tell me right now.
1: <sighs> Giving him something he can feel is a good one. I love the collaboration when they're with salt and pepper and no, they do. It's, no, it's not a good answer. What a man. But a oh, favorite in vogue song. I don't accept that. I'm still gonna go with giving him something he can one. feel it's
0: a good one Free Your Mind knows the song
1: Free Your Mind for you yeah oh my gosh I just waste a color. when you used to be that doesn't mean I don't like my strong when we that, used whoa, whoa, to make whoa, whoa. videos to you. we used to when we used to make videos that's what you would see
0: I might date another
1: <laughs> race or
0: color that doesn't mean I don't like my,
1: my strong, strong black, black brother, brother. Wow. Must I be this way? Before you can read me, you got to learn how to see me. Oh my gosh! We used to oh, make crazy. videos as kids with the camcorder. That was a song we always did. Would you sing
0: lead? Who would sing lead?
1: Me. You crazy if I, I was doing it with with my little white friends from First
0: Baptist. Wait a minute. <laughs>
1: Wait oh if Aaron could find those videos somewhere I would were, be you, so embarrassed you
0: were, with a, you were in a white En Vogue group
1: okay it was just me and her what do <laughs> you mean it was just you
0: and her it was you and another white girl
1: that was oh, my best friend oh, growing up first Baptist again a oh, white
0: a <laughs> oh, white and you guys would sing in Vogue songs together
1: no you... we did that song together
0: So you let her, so would you let her sing the strong black brother type? (laughs) No, I don't remember. Probably not. Listen, I want to be clear
1: for people who haven't seen Sparkle. Please make sure you see the 1976 version. 2012 is fine, but we're talking about the original and that's the one you need to make sure you see. Right.
0: Some other, uh, remember my loving you're never going to get.
1: Not this time. It starts off with the Michael Jackson. That's that one, right?
2: Yeah. You like the funky divas? No, that's Hold On. Oh, that's Hold
1: On. Lie. Thank you, Don. Oh, oh! Donnie hold came on. In. To your love. So, you got yeah, to hold on. One. And they all hold four on. can say, that's that's the beauty of it. Everybody you could take got lead. To hold on to your love. And then Don left and she joined the group with... Lucy Pearl. Mm-hmm. Gotta dance
0: tonight. Gotta groove tonight. Gotta dance tonight. Yeah, man, my guy, man, my man, my brother. I'm delirious today. Let's get into the big deal of the day on the other side of this break.
1: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work, errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. That's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life. With premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe.
0: Yeah, uh, so... Rachie, Rachie, Rachie... Cowboys fan. Um... I want to play big deal or no deal. The Washington Post has Washington Post has unearthed a 1957 picture of Jerry Jones in a crowd blocking some Negro students. Mob. Mob. Excuse me. A mob. So he, you want me to say he's in a mob now? <laughs> blocking some Negro students from entering the school. Okay.
1: This oh, photo man.
0: of Jones says that he was 15 years old, although I heard he was 18.
1: I heard he was one month before he turned 15. So we don't
0: it's know. It's like
1: so many, whatever, he's a teenager. He's
0: a teenager standing amongst the protesters at North Little Rock High School, blocking the path of six black students. Jones says he was curious. Donnie, give me the audio.
3: Yeah, that was, uh, uh, gosh, uh, oh, sausage. 60, 65 years ago, and uh, a curious kid. I didn't know at the time the uh, monumental uh, 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 event, really, that mm-hmm. was that was going on. Right. And uh, uh, I'm sure glad that uh, uh, we're a long way from that. I am. And uh, uh, we just, uh, well, that would remind me just to uh, uh, continue to do everything we can uh, to uh, uh, not have those kinds of things happen.
0: Rachel, that's your guy. So. Give me the, uh, when I I saw the picture and I tagged you in it. Yeah, you did. Yeah.
1: I was trying to enjoy, was that Thanksgiving Day? Might have been. (laughs) Like, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. You had no business doing that. Wow. Um, but I think a lot of people might be shocked by my response. You know, very similar to what Stephen A. Smith had to say. I'm sorry, I can't even keep I'm like, going I, mean, I, I'm I can't tripping. even keep hey, with not, that. I'm not tripping. Play the Stephen A. Smith.
0: Play, Stephen a. Stephen Play Stephen the Stephen, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, Dallas Cowboys, uh, um, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he's a friend of Jerry Jones, the, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, a noted fighter for black rights. Stephen A. Smith had this to say on first take.
3: I'm pretty pissed off. And let me say this. <clears throat> I'm pissed off, but not for reasons that people would think. I'm very, very fond of Jerry Jones, and I'm not hiding that from anybody. Is his record perfect? No. But I'm pissed off because he doesn't deserve what just happened. He doesn't deserve it. One report, our report said he was 14 years old. Another report said he was 15 years old. At minimum, that's 65 years ago. You're going to bring up a picture of Jerry Jones standing at this protest. No question what was happening is not something that anybody as a black person should be appreciative about. We had six students at that particular North Little Rock High School that was trying to desegregate the school. No one should was, be okay it was, with it. it. Nobody should be okay with that. Regardless right. of We race. understand that. We get all of that. We also understand what we as black people and as black folks, black men have to deal with. And by the way, to some degree, we still deal with a lot of things and we all know it. Mm-hmm. Racism is alive and well. Bigotry and prejudice is alive and well. We get all of that. But you gonna bring up a photo of him yeah. when he was 14, 15 years old.
1: Now, I know on this podcast, a number of times I have supported Stephen A. Smith. But Stephen A. Smith ought to be ashamed of himself. As should Bart Scott sitting at that table and Sam Macho. Go ahead and throw in Molly Karam as well. Yes, I said it. An Acho brother. Yeah, I did. Either Stephen A. Smith did not read that article or didn't understand it. Because the basis of that article was not to shame Jerry Jones for being for that in that photo. The basis of that article was not to cancel Jerry Jones. The basis of that article was to show that certain decisions that have been made by Jerry Jones are rooted in a history that has been impressed upon him, which include him being in that photo. And they contribute to a racial bias and or a racial ignorance. Mm. That's the purpose of that photo. Um, The purpose of the article was to discuss inequality in the NFL in regards to the hiring or the lack thereof of black coaches. And it's to show that arguably the most influential, the most influential individual in the NFL has not used his power to make a difference in regards to that. And perhaps that is because of his past. Mm. I think that you can say most people would say that things that have happened in them in the past influence certain decisions that they make in the future or that they have made. The fact that Stephen A. Smith could not get that yeah. or understand that that's was the purpose of the article. It is, it is a, I I wish I would have had pulled up who wrote the article, Donna, if you can, for me, it is a very well-written article and you should take the time to read it because they even break down one Jerry's influence, certain things that Jerry has said over time, his acknowledgement of his power within the NFL. And if he did step up to do certain things that other NFL owners would probably follow. And he, kind of says as well that he hasn't done enough to make a difference. This isn't to say that Jerry Jones has done nothing, but D- but Jerry Jones has not made an influence or certain progressions in regard, progressions in regards to advancing black people when it comes to the NFL like he could. And then within the article, they talk about the fact that he's Never had a black head coach and has had two coordinators that have been black over the 30 plus years that he has been in ownership of the Dallas Cowboys. I can't believe Stephen A. Smith took this stance. I think it's embarrassing for him. I don't think that I don't even think that he can backtrack after all the backlash that he's seen. And I further was bothered by Molly saying that people shouldn't be judged by their worst mistake. I hate when people say that. I think that's a lazy thing to say, because your worst thing that varies, right? So people shouldn't be judged by the worst thing that they do. Well, what's the worst thing? Are we talking Deshaun Sean Watson, worst thing? Are you talking about like, singing the N word in a song? Like, I think that that varies. And I don't think that the purpose of this article was to judge him by this photo. It was to use that as a backdrop to show other things that he's done or the lack thereof. Um, I also think that Stephen A. Smith missed the point in regards to Jerry's response. Jerry is a master, I think, of deflecting. When he's asked a direct question, instead of there being some type of accountability, he disregards the issue within the question. And in regard, and in him saying, I was just curious, or oof, that was 65 years ago. I was just curious. No, you're ignoring how that makes your Black fans, your Black players, your Black staff, or just Black people feel about your very presence in that mob because let's call it what it is. And you could have just said, you know what? I was there. I didn't do anything, but I understand how that looks. And I understand the optics of it all. And I apologize for this. But you couldn't even do that. You just wrote it off as to curiosity. And we're supposed to all accept that. And then also believe that you stand with us Mm -hmm. and not judge you by certain things that you've done, or like I said, the lack thereof, based on that photo. So
0: what i like legal evil putting the smackdown um let's go over a couple of things here
1: still a cowboys fan (laughs) it's fine it's fine
0: fine. let's go over a couple of things here do you think jerry jones's presence in that photograph is evidence of a deep-seated racial animus that he has Do you think so? Because there are two ways to look at this. One way is he was at a a flashpoint moment in American history. Right. And he was there for whatever reason. He was, and he was photographed there.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Another way to look at it is that Jerry Jones went there to impede black students from integrating the school. And that he was doing that because he was raised on segregation, racism, and white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And those practices have persevered throughout his tenure as the owner of the Cowboys, which is why he's never had a black coach, which is why he hasn't had black coordinators, which is why he hasn't been as progressive on some of these issues as, uh, as people think that he should be. Those two things, those two ways of looking at that are diametrically opposed. Are you saying that we're missing the point that Jerry Jones's racism is present and real and that that picture proves that it's deep-rooted?
1: I think that his racial bias is real. Interesting. Um, And I think the picture shows that he grew up in a certain time because here's the thing with this picture it's a picture not a video Mm -hmm. so we can only take jerry's word for it for all we know there's a video that shows him shouting we don't know we just have a still shot video of his very presence that would be a hell of an
0: assumption to make and i'm not right i'm just but
1: but but my point is we don't know we it's a still shot we don't see the act we don't see if he's just looking we don't see if he's yelling or shouting we have no idea we just have a picture so take his word from it Fine. It's enough that you were there, but it shows the time that Jerry Jones grew up in and it shows what he saw witnessed and maybe even his very friends, If at the, at the very least, his classmates felt that way. The people that he surrounded himself with, he grew up in, segrega- in segregation in yeah. small town, Arkansas. So I, I would have to say that I think there's a difference between being racist and having racial bias. I absolutely believe he has racial bias because Jerry Jones will say things like, I'm not going to hire and I'm totally paraphrasing here, but he often talks about the way that he grew up with parents that were sharecroppers and how he grew up from that, but made something out of himself and has worked hard to have the things that he's had alluding to and makes that. Comparison in regards to I'm not just going to have a coach to have a coach. He's referring to hiring a black coach. But that article talks about that. They found that black men who became NFL head coaches in the past decade on average spent more than nine years longer than their white counterparts in mid-level assistant jobs. So that shows that black coaches do put in the work and they do work hard. In fact, they work harder than their white counterparts who get the job. Take Jeff Saturday for an example. That's not Jerry's team. I'm just giving an example. Mm -hmm. So for you in all your years to have eight different coaches and not one of them is black and I don't even know how many coordinators and there's two. There's some... Are
0: you talking about Jim Irsay or are you talking about Jerry Jones? Jerry
1: Jones. Okay, sorry, yeah, sorry. Let me be clear. I'm going yeah, back to Jerry the, Jones. The Colts
0: had Tony Dungy as their
1: coach. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Who won a Super Bowl? Yeah. Um, I'm going back to Jerry Jones. Yeah. In the 30-something years that you've owned the Cowboys and you've had no black head coaches, when you know that there have been qualified head coaches, or, I mean, coordinators, assistant coaches within the NFL, you've only had two black coordinators. And you're saying that, oh, I'm not going to pick anybody. They have to work hard. I think it's clear that there have been black coaches that have worked hard that could have had that position. Mm. And I do I do really believe that there is something in you believes that they aren't qualified or couldn't do the job. Hmm. And you can't say that the coaches that you have had, because, I mean, what have the Cowboys done in 27 years? Yeah. And I'm saying this is a fan. Ben what? Like, maybe you should try something new.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, like Trump said, right? What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> it can't get any worse. Can't get any worse. <laughs> like Trump said. Do you
1: think that Jerry has a racial bias?
0: Yeah, I think that. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. I, to me, I think if if you were If you're a shark and I know that you by your nature are a hunter
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I know by your nature that you are an apex predator If you are a shark you have to prove to me that you won't kill me Not that you will So if I see a shark right ripping up an otter Tearing apart a surfer, I'm like, that's what sharks do. But if a shark wants me to swim with them, be pals with them, they have to prove that they're not going to rip me up. So if you were born into segregationist Arkansas, if you were born and you are a a white man that is born into that, to me, white person that is born into that, to me, There's a part of your upbringing that signals a certain relationship with progress, with Americans, and with black people specifically. Mm -hmm. To me, I think it's up to guys like that to demonstrate. Sure. To prove, if you will, if they care. If you don't care, that's fine. To demonstrate or prove that that's not what they're about. And this picture, in my opinion, is a reminder that that's where he comes from, and a lot right. of people come from that, right. and a lot of people uh, that came from that. Not a lot of people, but there were people that came from that that weren't with that. There are people that were born around that same time that that's not what they're about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, if people if people look at that picture and say, "Hey, there's Jerry Jones right there," then look at his record and go, Jerry Jones has done nothing to make to not to make us believe." that he wasn't part, he wasn't on the wrong side of history there. I think that's fair criticism. And I think that that's something that Jerry Jones has to reconcile. I'll tell you one thing. Jerry Jones don't need no niggas to come to his defense, okay?
1: We talk about that. Like Jerry, it's always like one.
0: Jerry Jones don't need like what he what he doesn't need. And look, they're friends with the guy, they're friends with the guy. I get it. Like I'm, you call your friends out. Yeah, I mean... If he doesn't want to call him out, maybe he doesn't think there's anything to call him out about. That's your friend, not mine. So I'm not de- like I'm not defending Stephen A. Smith. These are your people. This is Jerry Jones. <laughs> no, no, no. This is Stephen A. Smith. I can be a Cowboy fan. Ocho. Does not make
1: me. Like, does not make him my people. Jerry Jones is not my people. Hey,
0: hey, always talk about Vans, friends. All right, seriously, i I'm just
1: joking. <laughs> um, but
0: seriously, all jokes aside. But, but 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 what I'm saying is, yeah. I, look, I, I get everything that you said is spot on. Do I think that him being in that picture? uh right now means that he couldn't have grown or changed or evolved in sixty years. Obviously that's bullshit. Of course you can grow and change and evolve in sixty years. You can sure. grow and change and evolve in five years. Grow and change and evolve in six months. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're committed to doing better than you were doing before. The question is, has he? That's the question,
1: yeah, and, and and so and so that's what people and I think that's a fair question to ask. and the record reflects that it doesn't look to be that way. and even outside of the coaching talked about how he handled the Kaepernick, how the situation, how he talked about mm-hmm. what his players better do and what they better not do yeah. in regards to the flag. um, so you know, there's I'm not saying that he hasn't done anything but you know. We'll it's see. not, it's not, the bigger issue to me is, <laughs> it's Jerry, all that's to be expected. Wasn't shocked to see the photo. Mm. The Stephen A. Smith thing.
0: Just. Hurt you.
1: No, it's just gross.
0: Yeah, hurt you, hurt you. It's very upsetting. Um, Balenciaga.
1: Yeah. I don't own any. You?
0: No, I don't own any. I'm surprised you don't own any Balenciaga. Very fancy, fashionable lady.
1: What? What? It's not in a bad way. No, yeah, I I, you're right. It's not, and I don't.
0: Yeah. Um, so they're under fire right now. I don't know if you saw the pictures. Donnie put them up. Uh let's be honest with you. Balenciaga had some pictures, and it looked like the kids were holding BDSM bears, Dominatrix dolls. Yeah, like yeah. sex bears. Yeah, it's like a whole Care Bears thing, and they looked like they had sex bears. Look. I'm going to be real with you. I have no proof to say this. What I'm about to say. Okay. I think Balenciaga did this on purpose. Because? There's no way. Guys, every fucking couple of years, like one of these fashion houses.
1: This is is true.
0: Puts their foot in hot water by putting a hanging nigga on a t-shirt. And they're going, oh, we didn't think that that was bad. Like he's, you know what I mean? Like, or big black lips or something that is so elementary that people, that they know that people aren't going to go for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That I have trouble believing that this is not done intentionally.
1: So what's the, what's the purpose of that then? I, p-
0: to me, purposely, personally, mm-hmm. to do exactly what's happening right now. To look, because here's the thing. I don't think that this means that people aren't going to wear Balenciaga. I think people are definitely going to wear Balenciaga. Sure. I don't know that there's anything Balenciaga could come out with a shirt that says, fuck you niggas. And it would be people that would excuse that. I don't think that this is going to stop people from wearing Balenciaga. But I find it hard to believe that they looked at those pictures and saw kids like holding... Dolls with bondage shit on them and thought that like people weren't gonna raise an eyebrow at that. I
1: guess I, I would agree with you if it wasn't for the fact that their ambassador is Kim Kardashian, which pretty much anything she does, everybody, there's a whole, not everybody, but a lot of young people, particularly women, want to do. She's the face of their brand. They didn't, they don't need this publicity. I mean, even with their affiliation with Kanye West, they've cut ties. They don't need this. So to me, I don't understand the purpose of doing it. I don't know how this left. Like, I don't know how this left the room when somebody pitched this as an idea. But they don't need. They were fine.
2: Donnie, have you seen these pictures? Yeah, it's really weird. It's just weird. Like um, the fact that they included aside from the creepiness of the children with the dolls there's like a a not well hidden photo of like a legal document that somebody on twitter zoomed into and it has to do with child pornography that legal document wait what do you mean i think there's a there's an image where like there's a table with a bunch of like random paper scraps and somebody zoomed into one of the papers and the paper is like the law of a certain state's child pornography laws
1: in the campaign,
2: yes. In one of the official images,
0: okay. Hold on, Donnie. Let me make sure that this sounds like some Timbuktu. Bullshit. Let me make sure, let me,
1: but it is disturbing because the one of the pictures she's in a bed, you know, holding the sex bear.
0: Okay, so I'm looking at this now.
1: It was intentional, then they
0: did it on purpose. I'm telling you. They did it on purpose. Has
1: Balenciaga come out and said anything?
0: They have. They said that they're sorry that they realized that it was fucked up and that it was that people and that they made a mistake and that they should have never done it.
1: So if the the legal document that we're looking at contains an excerpt from a Supreme Court opinion United States versus Williams which upheld Part of a federal child pornography law. Are they trying to make. A statement. Were they trying to make some type of. Statement against. Child pornography.
0: By having a kid hold. Well
1: I don't know. The, I, I, I'm confused by this. And I guess they don't want to defend what they did now. They're this artistic. Display. And I'm using air quotes. For everybody listening. So look. It's gross. There's a fine line
0: here between getting up in arms about something. Is the bear for sale? You want the bear?
1: No, I'm just wondering what they're advertising Jesus here.
0: What
1: the I'm wondering what, what they're advert. What are they selling? Rachel,
0: you want the Balenciaga bear?
1: No, I don't own anything Balenciaga. You think I want to start with this bear?
0: Let's say Balenciaga if calls a you. it to Copper
1: as a chew toy.
0: Let's say Balenciaga calls you right now and says that they want to work with you.
1: I think it'd be a no. I know it? it'd be a No.
0: Kim Kardashian says her relationship with Balenciaga is under review. She's re we'll wait. We'll wait. She said, that she, I appreciate Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and apology. And speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issue and will take the necessary measure, measures for this to never happen again. Something else is going to happen. There are, stuff like this happens all the time. Something else is going to happen. The question is... Are all of you guys who are talking about how mad you are going to stop wearing the Balenciaga stuff?
1: I feel like most people who are mad don't wear it.
0: Uh, So they would like to wear it. I don't. Kanye West was talking so much shit about Balenciaga when he did his whole like little yay for uh, whatever. He had Balenciaga boots on. He had the boots on. He had Balenciaga on the side of him. Hmm. He was talking about going to to the... um, Mar Lago when he brought Adolf Hitler and Joseph Goebbels with him. Uh, he was talking about he he had he had Balenciaga on the on the side of his situation right there.
1: Mm-hmm. It's,
0: it's, it's very disgusting. Um so look, we'll we'll see what happens with Balenciaga. I don't wear a ton of Balenciaga. I'm not about to get anybody's face that wears it, but I will say this. Um there are all of these talks, rumors, conspiracies about what goes on in different industries and what goes on in different places in terms of uh, victimizing children but and you know some of that stuff is obvious fact it's just true um and some of it is you know conspiracy for the sake of conspiracy this is clearly in my opinion a luxury brand endangering children it is
1: yeah and they should be with held this image to account Absolutely. For
0: that. it's disgusting it's disgusting I hope to see none of you guys make excuses for this you like Jerzo Jones O Jones At times. There was a discovery that I made, that we made, on Thanksgiving, watching a completely unrelated James Earl Jones video. Completely unrelated. The people. Us. I don't know how to introduce this video,
1: because this is not fair. So I just want to... Why is it not fair? It's kind of not... All right, James Earl Jones explains his preference for white women.
0: Okay, so look,
1: that's the name of the video. So we should have this go from there. So this
0: is a good conversation. This is a conversation (laughs) that um, that we should have. And I'm I'm stammering and stuttering introducing introducing this because this was a long time ago. This is like fifty years ago. James Earl Jones is like ninety one years old now, but we happened upon this video, and in this video. James Earl Jones is describing why he likes white women and more so to the point he's describing why black women are uptight yeah run the audio Donnie
4: okay Jim do black men marry white women because of the nature of black women you've said in some of our earlier conversations that Black women seem to be uptight. Uptight about what? Uptight about their position in society. Uh, There are uh, many, because I'm general generalizing now. Many are overreacting against Aunt Jemima. The Aunt Jemima image, the submissive uh, mother earth type, uh, unselfish. all giving, especially all giving to the white man, sexually and uh, in the kitchen and every every other way. And uh, uh, she's also overreacting against the uh, the problem of having to be the breadwinner, uh, the matriarch of the house. the The myth of the black matriarch is a, is really a myth because she is not it, it wasn't her choice. Uh, many many black women, I'm sure, once they found this job had a certain uh, so, uh, social and uh, political uh, dignity to it, uh, relished it and wheeled wheel of the rolling pin, you know, like any minority group mama w- would do. Uh, but no matter how much she might relish it, 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 it wasn't her choice to begin with um she would always have preferred the black male to have run the house to have saved her from white rapists and uh, white slave owners you know um is the black no. woman popular uh but i i recognize that this this uh, reaction can can exist you see
1: Question part he asks. What's Donnie, the you asked? cut it
0: off too. You cut it off too soon. We have to get his wife's opinion. All
1: right, I'll let it run. Yeah. Who's white?
4: Ask me another question. Yeah. His wife. Why, asked, why did you marry Julianne? Mm-hmm. I married uh, Julianne because she's Julianne. <laughs> yeah, nothing to do with race at all, really. No,
2: not
4: at all. Um, uh, if, if 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 I looked at it from a social standpoint. i I can say that uh, she outshone as a person most women i met of any race Mm
2: -hmm. thank you
4: all right julian why did you marry jim but first Do you know what Jim means by by the uptightness of black women? Oh, yes. You've been in the theater. Well, I've felt
2: it. I've (laughs) sensed it with almost every black woman that we know, uh, whether they accept me or not. You know, whether it's always a a tolerance, but there's always hostility uh, behind.
0: Your thoughts?
1: (sighs) You know, he criticizes black men. In what he's also saying, he does in this as well. He does just he, just he the criti- whole the whole black race in all of this. Uh, Van sent this. Van tried to just like mess up between the Jerry Jones and this. Van sent this. I said I don't want to. I don't want to look at this right now. I'm in a place where I just I just don't want to mess up the holiday today. James Earl Jones. Honestly, a lot of what he was saying was hard to follow. He was like talking and just just talking to talk. Um, I think I'm going to want James to just stick to reading the scripts. Mm. I don't really want to hear his opinion. But I will say this. I hate clips like this. I hate when we have to have these discussions on the podcast because I feel like I'm always – having to be defensive Mm. or on the the defense when it comes to speaking about people being in interracial relationships or marriages, because this right here Mm -hmm. is what people think we all think. Mm. Like they think that we all have this James Earl Jones mindset when it comes to the reason we're with, We date outside of our race is because of issues we have within our race, which couldn't be farther from the truth for me. Right. But I feel like I always have to defend when it comes to this, because you have people who start talking out the side of their neck, putting down their own race to uplift another one. And this was obviously disappointing to hear James Earl Jones talk in this way of the black women. And yes, of black women. And he says, I'm generalizing. And yes, you were. And you couldn't have been more incorrect. And just for someone who we've seen in movies like Claudine, Mm -hmm. in movies like Coming to America, Mufasa in The Lion King, it's disappointing. And I was not aware that James Earl Jones had these type of belief, nor was I aware of how he's. Dated. I mean, he married another white woman after this. I just, I, you think it's funny? <laughs> uh, uh, sure. You think it's funny? Wait,
0: so it's not that I think it's
1: black funny. women stay taking a lick.
0: It's not. It's not that thing. It's funny. It's not. It's not funny at all. It's incredibly sad, and I got my ass chewed out for laughing at it. So, so it's not. It's not that thing. It's funny. It's very sad. I, but I think you know certain things like when he said, please.
1: Ain't (laughs) Jemima? Ain't Jemima? What the fuck is James Earl Jones talking about? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I just—I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. At least expected to hear like a coherent thought or uh, or or some. It was. It was. It was awful. So I'm not trying
0: to in any way. But
1: (laughs) 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 to see what I mean, he thinks it's funny it's not funny it's just like, it's like what the fuck? Johnny cut his mic what is Mike?
4: it's not funny
0: <laughs> it's really not funny though Um, when I say it's really not funny it's not but the thing when he said that so this is what i say about that is like there is something there to deconstruct I'll tell you what it is Black people, particularly Black men sometimes, Mm. as they move up the social ladder, Mm -hmm. it's easy to shed what they believe their Blackness to be. This is why it's very important to separate Blackness and the Black experience from struggle, strife. That's why it's very important to um, correctly examine the strong Black woman sort of trope
1: mm-hmm.
0: not that our sisters aren't strong they're incredibly strong but once when something is defined as strong the strength is expected
1: absolutely and whenever
0: any time whenever you know human beings are described as strong if we're not in the gym that definition comes from what they're able to take mm-hmm. and you're, you're, this is a strong person she can take a lot get through a lot and if you're weak if you can't take things so, what happens sometimes, and I've seen this happen before, is you might talent your way out of what you consider to be the black experience, which is a lack of access, which is <clears throat> a lack of options, um, which is a very uh, sort of oppressed existence to where you can't do the things that you want, you can't go the places you want to go. Can't see the people you want to see, uh-huh. and you might run your way out of that. You might act your way out of that. You might wrap your way out of that. Hell, you might doctor your way out. You might add agency your way out. But whatever it is, you become upwardly mobile, and then people's experience with that reminds you, either one, either reminds you of that, or the freedom of what you determine to be inextricable from blackness is an aphrodisiac. So whenever somebody huh. is talking about what a white girl will do for you or how white girls are, what they're essentially saying is that uh, these people are so free that they don't care what happens to them. They don't feel... And what, I, what I mean by that is this. It's like they don't feel like they need to protect, nobody's trying to take their dignity so they don't feel like they need to protect it. Their dignity isn't wrapped up in what they might do sexually or what they might do for you. Meanwhile, um, some other people or uh, another particular woman might feel she can't do something for you because that's giving you too much. And her life is going to be about this, this, this interesting dance about what she's able to give and what she's able to keep for herself. Because sometimes for Black women, if they give it all, <laughs> fucking will take it all
1: mm-hmm. and won't
0: leave anything left for her. So she's got to be a little, like Beyonce says, stingier with her love. A lot of it more stingier with her time. Like they, that has to happen. And when guys get up to that point, they feel like they don't want to deal with that anymore. Some of them feel like they don't want to deal with that anymore because they feel like they've transcended that. They've transcended the need to understand and connect with the women in their community. They've transcended the need to... Uh, be available and be a resource for the women that made their asses, right? Um, And they change. And that's how you get this situation right here. You get a man that says, well, Black women are uptight. Well, there's an uptightness that comes from Black women. There's an edge or something uh, undesirable. That comes from black women, and look at this lady. She hasn't had to deal with any of that. So, rather than you know understand the causes, the concerns, and by the way, not every black woman is uptight. That's not a generalization. It's a lie. Not every black man is uptight. It's both. So, so kind of looking at that situation, they I feel two things happen. Number one, it's both an intellectual sort of uh, assessment of something that they see or might not see. And then number two, it's... It's an intellectual sort of excuse.
1: There was nothing intellectual about his... about what he had to say. But see, here's the thing, though. I don't... I think
0: that... I think that part of it, we shouldn't do. I think he thinks that it is. I know
1: he thinks it is.
0: But so what I'm saying is he's... He's like... He's made an assessment. He's completely taken any sort of context out of what it is that he believes himself. And he's made an assessment based upon a group of people that he's around now and wasn't around before. And that, to me, when people say you can't lose your blackness is when you lose it.
1: Who says you can't lose your blackness? A lot of people say that. Okay, well,
0: like, press like, play. So when when that, to me, is how you lose your blackness. You lose your blackness, very simply, when you refuse to make the effort to connect with your community and to understand the dynamics of what people are going through in it. yeah, That, to me, is how you would lose anything. You would lose your Americanness if you refuse to try yeah. to understand the American condition. You can lose your humanity if you refuse to try to understand the, huma- the, the, the human condition and you don't care about your fellow man. You don't care about what they might be going through. You don't give a fuck about what's happening to people Like 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 across the street from you or yeah. on another town from you. So I think you can definitely do that. And watching James Earl Jones in that, I was tremendously surprised. And another reason why I was tremendously surprised is because I, I, I'll tell you why I was surprised. And this is always a surprising thing. The surprising thing is not that somebody is with a white woman. The surprising thing is somebody being like a, so bold in assaulting black women, right? I knew James Earl Jones as one of the stalwarts these stalwarts in Black performing excellence. Mm-hmm. And I knew him from things like Fences, things like Coming to America, like you said, like Claudine. I knew him as being so aspirational, but never really ran away from the fact in any of the roles that he played that he was a Black man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just, that was nuts to see. And it was scary in a lot of ways.
1: It was scary because he, he did not think when he was giving that answer that he was criticizing black women. I really think he thought that he was being sympathetic to them because of the struggle. They're uptight because of what they've been through, their struggle in their history. He didn't realize that he was criticizing them. And that's the scary part.
0: He I was mean, he was saying that they were undesirable.
1: Because and it's not their fault yeah. because of what they've been through and how black men haven't stepped up and taken up for them in history to now like they should have. That's what he was saying. That's the scary part because he doesn't look at it as that he was doubting them. And it's also the scary part that he let that white man ask him those questions. And if you watch the full interview, he kept starting and stopping and starting and stopping. They were terrible questions. The purpose of the interview
0: was to to get this out.
1: Yes. And then furthermore, he let a white woman explain black women. So it was all disappointing and dangerous and a problem. And I'm shocked that I just now knew about this.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we all just knew. But it's important to have the conversation uh, because, you know, dating interracial, as inappropriate as it may be, and I'm just joking. Um, it, it's, it's just a joke. Okay, guys. I everybody, smile. Just, so dating interracially is what it is, what it is. But like like establishing a superiority based upon. Right. That is they're just James, Earl Jones, and the people that are like them. just relax. Casual question, question. What about black guys that say they feel like black women don't desire them? They're not tough enough or thug enough. I saw some guys on the internet that were saying that. Okay. They say they're not tough or thug. Did well, you see this video?
1: No, I didn't. And two
0: guys that were saying black women like the little baby type.
1: I think Women in general have—no, like, Like, they all go through a phase of—no, they all go through a phase of liking the quote-unquote bad guy Mm -hmm. or the tough guy. So that's not Uh, specific to black women. Everybody goes through that—not everybody. A lot of women go through that phase where they think that's what they want. It's a a form of rebellion. But don't just say that's black women and that's what black women want.
0: Did you ever have a a situation where you went to the thug?
1: I never dated a...
0: Yeah, you did. I did. gold Teefus?
1: Well, I had, I had an open face.
0: You lying.
1: Yeah, I got it from Big T Bazaar. Shout out to Big T Bazaar. You had the bottom.
0: an open face goal in your mouth?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yo, nigga, what? You had a what's called a lunch lady goal?
1: <laughs> Is that what you called it? <laughs> yeah,
0: the open face? That's what the lunch ladies wear. Just four. So you have four open face goals.
1: Just take it in and out. It's
0: you had a you had a fake grill.
1: Yeah, a fake grill. Not oh, like per, nothing permanent.
0: I know what I'm saying like so you didn't have an open face goal. You had a fake grill. Who gets a fucking open face grill? I
1: like the outlining.
0: Of the teeth? hmm We should get grills now. Do it. Like we should Johnny Dang. We should get grills. Donnie, would you wear a grill?
2: I don't know if I wear a grill. I think I would have a gold tooth though, like one singular one.
1: I see it for you, Donnie.
2: Oh, no, we call Where?
1: that top or bottom.
2: Bottom. I think you see my bottom teeth. My the way my face works, you don't really see He's my really top teeth. He's really
1: thought about so this. He's thought about it.
0: So, in Baton Rouge, <laughs> I don't know how it is now, but in Baton Rouge you couldn't have one gold tooth. One gold tooth.
1: Really? You
0: couldn't have one. They call it a lonely gold.
1: My grandmother had one gold tooth.
0: Really? God damn. She's still with us?
1: That's who I saw in Houston. She don't have it anymore.
0: She took the gold out? She's got all like... Shit. Shit's off.
1: The denture. Yeah. The (laughs) denture.
0: That's your mom's dad or your dad's dad? My mom's mom. Your mom's mom. Yeah, pretty hair. They they on that shit, huh? They from...
1: Fifth Ward and South Park. Fifth
0: Ward and South Park. God damn, man. Some gold tooth niggas. That's your whole (laughs) fucking family. (laughs) But you can't just Shout get that's why
1: I love my family. You
0: can't so get funny. one goal. You can't just have a lonely goal.
1: A <laughs> lonely goal. You What's up with one. these names? Lunch lady grill.
0: It like if you got a if you got a if you got an open face, we would call that a lunch lady goal.
1: That's like what a the, whole set?
0: Like the lunch ladies, like the lunch ladies would have like a, a like an open face. I wasn't I like that. a but in Baton Rouge, if you was gonna get a goal, if you're gonna get goal, you had to commit.
1: Like get, juvenile?
0: Yeah. But see, that <laughs> they changed the game because it was people that would get two, three goals or you get two at the top, two at the bottom. It was juvenile. people that would get two. Uh, then they started coming through and they got <laughs> all of their teeth gold. <laughs> and niggas was like, what the fuck? And then Texas changed the game even more because Texas came through with the grills. We didn't really, ha- we wasn't really on the grills like that. Mm-hmm. Texas came through with the grills. You could put the grill in, you could take the grill out. And that made mad niggas feel like, what the fuck?
1: What did I do? What
0: did I do? <laughs> I knew mad dudes was like, man, that shit. <laughs> My cousin's like, man, that shit, that shit whack, bro. My shit for real. My shit permanent. We'll be like, you just wish you could take that out, bro. <laughs> you wish you could take that out and go to church with your grandmama. Anyway.
1: How do we get on rails? <laughs> what were we talking about?
0: I can't remember. Whatever. It, it, the podcast goes where it goes. Okay. Um, there's been a, a, an arrest warrant issued uh, for the friend of Shaquilla Robinson. Um, Mexican prosecutors have issued an arrest warrant, a arrest warrant, should I say? Um, they say that Robinson's death came from uh, the result of a direct attack. They did not identify the alleged aggressor, but added that she is an American citizen who's currently believed to be in the U.S., the new details contradict how Robinson's friends originally characterized the death. Uh, they said that she wasn't feeling well, she had alcohol poisoning, um, and they couldn't get a pulse. Each one of the people that was there with her was telling different stories. Yeah. They killed this girl, didn't
1: they? They absolutely killed her. And the only reason that, the, that they're taking any type of uh, are acting on it, the Mexican prosecutors, is because people got together and demanded justice for Shanquilla. And if once again, when it comes to violence against black people, if there was no video, I don't think we would be here because the coroner said that the story that the mother got from those friends did not match um, her death certificate, which said that she had a severed spinal cord And or or severe spinal cord injury and neck trauma. She died within 15 minutes of the energy um, injury. There had not been they knew that and they still were were, weren't make taking any type of action. It was the pressure from social media. It was the pressure that black people came together. I don't want to say black people. I'm sure it was more, more than that, but came together and said, we want justice for her. And it was that video coming out. And and that just goes to show, like, if there's not video evidence, it's as if it didn't happen to us. Our word alone is not enough. Her injured body with the death certificate was not enough. It's not enough. It's got to be outrage coupled with a video, a photo, audio, something for there to be justice. (laughs)
0: Um, The only thing we can hope for in this situation is that the family uh, gets some sort of closure. Um, uh, You know how I feel about saying justice for someone? There'll be no justice when somebody can't come back? It's just an absolutely gutting story. It is. Um, And the audacity to think that a life could be taken in that way and everybody could just go back to what it is that they're doing. I don't want to convict Putting their cash before. apps
1: out for the, giving interviews to the highest bidder. I don't want to
0: convict anybody before uh, all the facts are in. So until we know what happened, we don't know what happened, but it's not looking good for the group she went down to Mexico with. Just say it that way. All right. um, Van's very serious question of the day. Are you
1: ready for it? I am.
0: If there are only two choices and you had to vote, who would you vote for, Kanye or Trump?
1: I'm not doing this. Yes, you are. No, I'm pulling a at O'Brien. It's a very, very serious. Question Remember, she know. wouldn't answer. This is this is impossible.
2: You
0: have to answer it. You need to answer. You answer. Huh?
1: You answer.
0: I do. I ask I'm the not going to
1: fix my mouth to say Trump or Yay.
0: You're going to vote for who? You going to vote for?
1: I'm not voting for the. I, I'm not voting.
0: Who would you vote Who would you vote for if it was Kanye or Trump? got to answer your question. Rachel. Rachel. She's falling asleep. She's the question that's put her to sleep. Guys, I got to admit something to all those thought words out there. This was the worst, very serious question that ever.
1: <laughs> Thank <has>. you. <laughs> like, come on. Donnie, what Just about let you? It go. Who'd you? Who'd
0: you vote for?
2: I really, I'm going to follow Rachel's lead and sit this one
1: out. It's the best thing to do, Donnie.
0: Did you guys see Herschel Walker moonwalking?
2: The Bone Thugs.
1: I did not. did you didn't see I Herschel was. Walker moonwalking? Where, where was this?
2: You
0: have to watch it. Hold on. New Vans, very serious question of the week. Rachel, did you see Herschel Walker moonwalking? I did not. You have to look it up. He was moonwalking to Crossroads by
2: Bone Thugs and Harmony. Donna, you saw it.
1: It's not popping up.
2: Donna, you yes. saw it. I'm trying to send it in the group chat. It's uh, it's Here endearing. It is, it's like
4: Walker.
1: endearing. Oh, maybe I did. I, he looks familiar. With that I mean, the <laughs> Donnie, red shirt. It's
2: endearing. Yeah, something about it. Like it I did see. Me to oh, I Walker did see bit. it because he's was... wait. What?
1: But it wasn't a moonwalk. Why are we calling it a moonwalk? It was the robot. We're
2: we're bearing the lead here. (laughs) Donnie, are you being serious right now? It it was hilarious. Not in that I would ever vote for him, but it was like, God, it was so funny that I was like, oh man, that was, Herschel Walker won that one. (laughs)
1: Danny, uh, Danny, Donnie, he's out here shucking and jiving. He's there's nothing endearing It's about complete. the completed Shucking
2: and jiving bingo.
1: Said, he's out here Donnie, performing Donnie for said, them. Said, he's he is running for US senator. Why, why is you know why what? is crossroads? Well, I guess I get the crossroads. Take off the plan. Kanye
0: question. Like, this is a hilarious way to end the show. Donnie. You so, what you're saying is Herschel Walker, he came up a little bit with that one.
2: Uh, see, saying came up is that's that's a stretch. I'm just saying that in that moment, seeing that that was like hilarious in a way that Herschel Walker hadn't been to me. I don't know what it is, it's the way that he does the old man moonwalk. It's the body. what is he doing, and the man? fact that it's probably play it again. Look.
0: Why, are they, listening why? The, why, why are they listening to the why why they listening to the crossroads?
2: And he does that little jump before the moon <laughs> Something about it.
0: <laughs> Donnie, you like that shit?
2: I do. All right, take it that was that was funny.
0: Take your think castle off but do not stop learning. I am Van Laking Jr.
1: I'm Rachel and Lindsay. Bye guys.